everyone, welcome back to our weekly wellness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca, and today we have joining us Dr. Jason Epstein, who is our executive medical director. Hello. So Dr. Jason, thanks so much for being here today. <laughs> of course, you're welcome. Glad <laughs> um, to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, I know it's it's been a minute since you've been on our podcast, so yeah. welcome back. Yeah, different, a uh, whole different everything. Yes. No more brick wall. And I know. Very exciting. Yeah. Very Good. refreshing. You know, lots of, yeah. lots of nice greens. Light. So. I've dressed up for the occasion, of course. Exactly. So. Yes. Blending in with the couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just for context, for either those who you know joined us a long time ago or, or maybe it's their first time watching, could you give us yeah. a little bit of an introduction into who you are, your journey in vet med, and um, what you do with My Pets Wellness? Sure. Uh, so I'm Dr. Jason Epstein. I'm our executive medical director. I have been with My Pets Wellness since the beginning. Uh, I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. I went to the University of Georgia for eight years. Good uh, odds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so I uh, stayed there for vet school, practiced a little bit in Colorado, practiced here in Tennessee for a while, mm -hmm. and then um, found the, the, the team here at PWA, Pets Wellness Alliance, is what yes. we've you know eventually turned into My Pets Wellness. So. Yeah. Um, my role as executive medical director, um, I manage our, our practice management team. Mm -hmm. So they oversee a lot of the operations and logistics and um, manage all of our veterinarians and our, our network lead technicians and our mm -hmm. technicians. Uh, and then I also oversee our medical support team. And so mm -hmm. that consists of our medical support director and her team of yeah. senior veterinarians and senior technicians that mm -hmm. are responsible for the coaching and mentorship and training and development of our teams and new program rollouts and new projects. And uh, so it's it's been uh, quite the adventure. Yeah, it sounds like quite the journey too. Yeah, yeah. From... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly the role I thought I signed on for two years ago. Uh, it was like, yeah, we're going to have a, some clinics in Nashville. You can be the medical director over here and then we'll have another network or two. And right. I was like, oh, you're all of the things. So That's amazing. Um, yeah. But it's been uh, an honor to, to grow with this role and with this company. Absolutely. It sounds like quite the adventure. And yeah. it sounds like you have a lot of really great context from all of your prior experiences and then your experiences here mm -hmm. to, to speak from, you know, with, with that insight oh, yeah. and that yeah. perspective, which is great. <laughs> so super happy to have you. Yeah. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about challenges specifically that occur around the holiday season, right? So we're, we're nearing the end of the year, which is yeah. wild. Still can't believe we're there I'm quite yet. Denial. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but we are, we are getting close to the end of the year and, and the holiday season, right? Um, what would you say is one of the most challenging things in your mind about this time of year, whether from a kind of personal standpoint or a professional standpoint, um, what do you see veterinary professionals or with you yourself you know, struggling with around the holidays? Yeah, I, that's a good question. I, and there's kind of, kind of twofold. I think mm -hmm. the first is on a kind of personal professional level. Is this is the time of year we all want to be with our families. We want right. to be with our kids. Right. We want to travel to be with our extended family. Um, and, you know, thank God this is a year where we can actually travel and be with people again. Um, <laughs> And as a, a veterinarian in practice, I've always struggled with this like pseudo guilt of leaving my hospital. Yeah. Um, or I only get one of the holidays. Like I, I could, I get off Thanksgiving and Black Friday, but I don't get <laughs> off before or after Christmas or New Year's. And so right. there's always this like 
even in general practice, mm -hmm. like you can't really travel for four, five, six days around right. Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And yeah. so, um, and when you do, you feel guilty because you feel like you're leaving your team high and dry. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, it, there's, there's personal stresses on, on that level. And right. I think the other side, excuse me, is when you're in practice, mm -hmm. the, the thing that most non-veterinarians uh, I've spoken to, family and friends mm -hmm. and colleagues mm -hmm. in, in the company, is this is the time of year that we often see more euthanasias than any other time of the year. Yep. Um, and it really comes as a surprise to a lot of people, but to me it makes perfect sense. Like, this is the time of year you're around your dog the most. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're home around Thanksgiving, you're home around the holidays, mm -hmm. and that is when you realize you're 14, 15, 17, nine-year-old senior pet. Yeah not nearly as good as you think they're doing in right. the one to two hours a day you see them Right. when you're now home for 10 to 12 hours a day. Yeah, or when relatives or friends are coming over and they're like, hey, is that normal? Mm -hmm. should, they, should Fluffy be doing that? Yeah, she wasn't doing that last year. <laughs> yeah, like, Fluffy looks painful. Like, and That's so an interesting point, yeah. It's a really tough time for our nurses, for mm -hmm. our, our doctors um, right. that are actually out in practice that are going through this. You know, it's a time of year that a lot of people are tighter on their finances yeah. because um, they are investing in travel. They are investing in, in gifts and other things around the right. holidays. And right. so um, we, we see, you know, our patients uh, often sometimes get the short end of the stick there. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I can imagine from kind of the combination, like you said, of that personal guilt of I'm leaving my team and can I really justify this to the professional, like we're seeing more euthanasias and it's already for a lot of people, I feel like with COVID and not necessarily being able to see family or having family that maybe was lost in the last couple of years, I think already a challenging time, yeah. right? But to have these kind of compounded on that seems like it would probably be a, a perfect storm oh, yeah. for a lot of folks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm, uh, there are a lot of people, that's another key thing that I didn't even think through is how many people this is their, you know, first or second set of holidays without right. their grandparent or their parent right. or their spouse that we, we lost in, yeah. in the pandemic. Right. Um, or even for non-pandemic reasons, yeah. you know, yeah. this will be my my second set of holidays since my mom passed, and yeah. it's it's different for sure. Yeah, and it's I think uniquely challenging around yeah. the holidays, yeah. and with the shorter days and everything, it's just <laughs> a kind of really fun combination. Mm. Ultimately, yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, it's great. Do you uh, do you have any recommendations for veterinary professionals who? are finding themselves kind of in these situations where it, it does seem maybe more challenging yeah. or this year particularly maybe more challenging than years past. Yeah. Anything you've done that you can give to I, others? I think the first for me is is there has to be a moment of, of self-reflection and boundaries mm -hmm. and investing the time to, to work on how to be okay, right. realizing that you're a human being <laughs> first and a veterinarian right. second like that's key a lot of us lose relationships over that a lot of us lose identity yep. stop doing the things that make us ourselves and yeah. if we don't set boundaries and say like my like i'm a human i'm yeah. gonna go see my mama i'm gonna go see my dad <laughs> like i'm gonna go be with my family like yeah. that you have to realize that if you don't in, in set a boundary and say it's okay to go over here and fill my cup yeah. It's okay to go and and 
get back to 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that it's going to make the holidays not even worth the time off. You know, That's you've right. got to be willing to be okay and, mm -hmm. and just be, you know, like our core value. It's be, trust your team and be vulnerable. Yeah. Trust the people you work with and say, hey, like I'm struggling. I'm feeling bad about leaving you guys for Thanksgiving. Right. And if you work with non-terrible humans, they will tell <laughs> you like, go be with your family. Yes. We got this. Enjoy your time. Even if they don't got this, they're going to tell you like, go be with your family. We got this. Because you work with non-terrible humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you here the mission, everyone? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, you have to be able to be, be vulnerable with the people you work with and right. just be like, this is, I'm not feeling good about this. Yeah. And you have to be, be able to also like, know that you can say like, all right, I'm going to be with my family. Right. Like, I'm off. Mm -hmm. Don't call me. Yeah. Don't bug me. Because like, <laughs> again, if you're not fully detached, then you're not present with your family and that Absolutely. cup's not going to get filled back up. Absolutely. I think those boundaries are critical. And yeah. because of that guilt that you feel when you're leaving your team, which is almost like an extended family sometimes, right? Like oh, yeah. you spend a ton of time with your immediate team. Um, I think because of that guilt, it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to prioritize myself and I'm going to prioritize filling my own cup. So I think that's super, super important. Um, and that vulnerable kind of communication and authenticity, I think, is super important with your, your very close team that you're working with. If you're a DVM struggling with a lot of the issues that we talk about on this podcast, scratch that. If you're a DVM struggling with even just one of these issues, I hope you'll consider joining us at one of our weekly wellness rounds. We're an online community of veterinarians who come together every week to discuss our experiences and our struggles when it comes to mental health or even just things that are affecting us week to week. This is a time that I personally look forward to every week because it lets me take a break to really invest in myself. Moderated by our very own Director of Wellness and Personal Growth, Dr. Rodney Robertson, Weekly Wellness Rounds is somewhere you can gain perspective and wisdom from other veterinary professionals who've gone through similar experiences. Whether it's a challenging client, a heartbreaking case, or simply just not the best day, Weekly Wellness Rounds is a time where you can come and just lay it all out there. And if you're not the sharing type, that's also perfectly fine. You can always just hop in and listen to people who are going through similar struggles. You can register and join our weekly wellness rounds by visiting our DVM support website at mypetswellness.net forward slash DVM support. And no, this is not only available to My Pets Wellness doctors. Whether you're in California, Connecticut, Florida, Alaska, or somewhere else entirely, this is a time where any and all DVMs are welcome to join in the conversation. Weekly wellness rounds are held via Zoom on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So come join us and see how a community of doctors just like yourself can not just survive in vet med, but can thrive in it. We hope to see you there. You mentioned earlier the medical support team mm -hmm. that, that you oversee and some mm -hmm. of the things that they do. And it mentioned you mentioned like mentorship and mm -hmm. coaching and training. Is there anything that you feel like companies can be doing to better support their teams during these periods? Because I feel like it sounds like this is not unexpected that no. people might be struggling. Yeah, I, I think that's super valid. Um, you know, I think that talking about it mm -hmm. and as a leadership team, making sure everyone knows that boundaries are encouraged. Right. Like, you're going on PTO. Yeah. Go <laughs> away. And, and making sure that the communication to the staff is like, don't bug her, she's gone. Right. Don't bug him, they're gone. Like, right. you have to be willing to have your teams 
teams back and let people know like we may be tight on people for a few days. Mm-hmm. Like it may be a tough three days. Right. But like this guy's not falling chicken little. Like right. calm down. <laughs> like we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be all right. Like yep. we can you can go on vacation and the the entire company won't fall apart without you. Yeah. And if the leadership is coming in and saying, Hey, it's June, you haven't taken PTO this year, like Right. Where are you going? Let me help you plan a vacation. <laughs> exactly. Get <yeah>. out. <laughs> like, and I think it's our job as as leaders in this industry to put our teams in position to take PTO, to encourage them to take their time. Right. Whether it's holidays or not, like you gotta go fill your cup. Yeah, absolutely. And I think having a leadership team that is invested in their team members on an individual level. Um, and is really, you know, there to support them and there to encourage them, I think is critical. And it sounds like you've been able to build that team, which is super exciting. And yeah. I think pretty unique. <laughs> yeah. I'm super so. proud of this team. Um, cause when I think back two years ago, it was just like, at uh, me. It was you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you <were> the team. <laughs> uh, I was, I was the, all of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses and right. I, um, if you can't tell, I'm a bit of a talker. Uh, and I'm like, wherever you sit on the Myers-Briggs of like most empath human, like yeah. that's, I'm, I'm like right on the other side of that on more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. so like I, I connect to people really strong. I, mm-hmm. I get really attached. And so it's really difficult for me sometimes to, to do some of the things that need to be done. Some of those harder conversations. Right. And you know, I still have to have them, but having built mm-hmm. a team that can, connect with different types of personalities right. that know how to approach different team members mm-hmm. that we have a, I, I, the, the best group of, of lead technicians. Yeah. Like I would, good luck. Like you're not going to find better. Yeah. And, it, and it's not because they're <laughs> the best confirm. at blood draws. It's because right. they can be vulnerable. They mm-hmm. can be held accountable. Yep. They're dependable. The yeah. teams will go to them for anything yeah. and they will, do anything as long as they are on the clock mm-hmm. and they're pretty good usually uh, <laughs> about actually being gone when they're gone yes and you know the the senior doctors fall into that same boat like they're great when they're in the rooms and mm-hmm. practicing and mm-hmm. we're starting to really see that rapport get built with our teams right. and um yeah I, I couldn't be more proud it's exciting it sounds like there's been quite a journey there from when you first started, and I'm sure there will be a continued journey (laughs) over the next two years. So I'm very excited to see how that continues to evolve because it sounds like it's been a kind of um, ever-changing process and always working towards the bettering of the teams and the bettering of our patients' health, which really, like, that is such an inspiring mission. Yeah. So very excited. (laughs) It's exciting. I mean, we started, there were two doctors Mm -hmm. in the company. And uh, 2023, 20, 25, I don't know, yeah. now and, yeah. and continuing to add to that list. And it's just yeah. super exciting to see all walks of life and all career paths and all levels yep. of experience that share our, our mission and our, our values of what really matter and mm-hmm. really see the same struggles we see in the industry right. and agree that the way we want to help veterinary medicine be better, they, they're they're in the boat and rowing with us. And Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. In the boat, rowing with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you know, thank you so much for sharing your insight and for, again, I, I don't want to overuse the word, but for the vulnerability in sharing some of your experiences and what you've done to try to fill your cup. 
Um, really appreciate it, as always. Gary. No, that's, I, I'm a pretty open book, so uh, <laughs> ask a question, you may get more than you bargain for. Fantastic. Uh, All yeah. right. I love that. <laughs> well, super happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining. Um, and thank you to everyone who joined us. Um, we look forward to having you next time. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>